What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Sports Betting Podcast with Kof. We've got week three of the NFL season on deck starting tonight with the Browns against the Steelers. And then we have week four of the college football season. So a lot of stuff to cover today. But today's episode will be a little bit shorter than the first few episodes of the season just because last week's episode was a little bit shorter and the numbers of listens I got on the episode skyrocketed. So I know it's starting to show up on podcast discovery on all of the different channels, but still, I think maybe the the sweet spot for the time is anywhere between 20 and 30 minutes more. Uh, that's a little bit better than anything that's getting up 45 minutes to a full hour. So want to get in, want to get out, want to get you guys the information that you need to be successful this week. So what are we going to take a look at? We are going to go back. We're going to take a look at the week two public betting results. We're gonna look back at our free picks from last week where we went one and two. Then we are gonna get into our free pick for this week on NFL. Then we have a college football free parlay of the week. You're not gonna wanna miss that. After that, we are getting into our stats of the week. You can use these stats however you would like, whether you're playing fantasy football, whether you're playing daily fantasy, whether you're playing DraftKings Rainmakers, whether you're looking for player props to play, we have some good stats at each position. So you can check those out. And then closing things out, as always, we have our NFL pick'em for week three and our college football pick'em for week four. So Thanks for tuning in. Let's get right into it. After two weeks, we're taking a look at the NFL stats going into week three. So just random stats that I put together to share with you guys that you can use for your fantasy football or your betting information for this week. So let's take a look. Top three run defenses, Bills, 49ers, Jaguars. Worst three run defenses, Bears, Titans, Texans, top three pass defenses, 49ers, although numbers could be a little skewed because their first game of the season was in an absolute monsoon in Chicago, so not a lot of passing in that game. Bills, Panthers, I'd say Bills are the most legit in my book. Worst three pass defenses, Ravens, Cardinals, Steelers. Yardage leaders for each category through two weeks, passing Tua. 739 coming back from double digits against the Ravens definitely helped those numbers rushing Saquon Barkley 236 rushing yards receiving Tyreek Hill 284 and then overall touchdown Stephon Diggs with four he had three on Monday Night Football VIP picks cashed in on Stephon Diggs to find the end zone on Monday night. We didn't take him to score three but we took him to score at least one at plus 115 odds Great play there. We are 7-0 in our last seven anytime touchdown scores. So be sure to check out the VIP picks this week over at CoSports.com on the VIP page for our anytime touchdown scores. Looking at some quarterback stats, we have Matthew Stafford, who has thrown five interceptions in two games. Rams are 1-1. One one. Joe Burrow has been sacked 13 times in two games. Don't forget a couple years ago when he couldn't be protected from that Cincy offensive line he ended his season early with a knee injury so hopefully the Bengals can figure out the offensive line scheme to protect their prized pick Joe Burrow Kirk Cousins sucks in Monday night games he is now two and ten straight up and against the spread and after um 
Monday night's game, you know, three picks in the red zone. Just really when the spotlight was on, he had a chance to get his team back in the game. He fell flat on his fucking face. So those are the QB stats. Getting into running back stats. Here we go. And last week on the fantasy segment, I kind of did like a a top five. These aren't necessarily guys who I think are the top five for this week. They're just five guys that I really like the matchups for. Whether you're playing them in fantasy, whether you're playing daily fantasy tournaments on FanDuel or DraftKings, or you're playing DraftKings Rainmakers, or you're just looking for some player props to bet on. Joe Mixon, we were on Nick Chubb against the Jets last week, and we are on Joe Mixon against the Jets this week. The Jets allowed 184 rushing yards to the Browns last week, so Mixon <clears throat> Mixon should be able to get going again against them this week. DeAndre Swift, Swift is averaging 10 yards per carry, leading the NFL through the first two games. He's off to a good start. The Vikings defense was off to a good start in week one where they held the Packers to seven points, but they couldn't really make any stops against the Eagles against Philly on Monday night where the Eagles ran for 163 yards on them. So Swift should be a big part of the game plan for the Lions, and he should be able to get plenty of rushing yards uh, against the Vikings defense this week. Next up, Miles Sanders. For the Eagles, he has run for 80 or more yards in both of his games so far this season. He's averaged 5.9 yards per carry, and he's also found the end zone once in week one. Now, obviously, Jalen Hurts steals some of his production from him when Hurts takes off running, but still, Sanders looks like a good option this week. Washington hasn't been great against the run, and Detroit ran for 191 yards on them last week. So look for Miles Sanders to get plenty of production this week. Next up, David Montgomery for the Bears. He has a matchup against a Texans team who has allowed 149 rushing yards and 177 rushing yards in their first two games. Montgomery didn't do much in week one, but he did come back strong in week two, running for 122 yards against the Packers on Sunday Night Football. And then another guy who we looked at last week, didn't get as much action as he should have. Dalvin Cook for the Vikings. We had his player prop on the Monday night game on the VIP card and the free play. But uh, the Vikings decided that they would rather just let Kirk Cousins throw the ball to the other team all night instead of run it more with Dalvin Cook. So hopefully they make some adjustments coming into this week. They are going up against the Lions who have um, allowed 152 rushing yards per game this season. So let's take our chances with Cook again this week. Sleeper running back of the week. Here we go. Josh Jacobs, Raiders, obviously. The free pick of the week is the Raiders going on the road to face the Tennessee Titans. We like them. We like the Titans' defense on a short week. And they just got demolished by the Bills, allowing 41 points. Tennessee has the second worst run defense in the league so far, allowing 169 yards per game. So, you know, what the Raiders could have done last week when they had that 23-7 to lead in the fourth quarter, just fucking run the ball to Josh Jacobs and rack up his yards and stats. Maybe they'll do that this week, hopefully. If they do... You got yourself a sleeper pick. You got yourself a potential player prop pick. The line is not posted yet, but you can use this information however you guys want. Getting into wide receivers, got top three, all right? Three guys that I really like, not going to wow you. Cooper Cup, 
Cardinals have allowed 302 passing yards per game through their first two games. Cup has 128 yards and 108 receiving yards. And he has three touchdowns through two games. So let's see. Uh, His yardage prop, not posted yet, but I would guess it's probably going to be in the 90s. Probably take over. His touchdown prop is definitely going to be like minus 190. I don't care. I'll risk two to win one on that every single week and take my chances because there's a great chance he's going to find the end zone at least once. (laughs) Although Matthew Stafford needs to limit the turnovers. Next up, Stephon Diggs. Not going to wow you with this one, but Buffalo's air attack is looking mighty fine. Diggs is coming off of a game where he had three touchdowns, 12 catches, and 148 yards. Oh, and him and this Buffalo Bills team do not really care about going to Miami and all the talk about the humidity and teams not being able to go to Miami and Miami having the home advantage. Well, last year the Bills went to Miami and beat the Dolphins 35-0. to So I'm looking for more big-time numbers from Diggs this week and this Bills team in general. Next up, I got Mike Williams for you guys. We cashed in on his anytime touchdown prop. He's part of our 7-0 run, but we hit him last Thursday against the Chiefs. But something to keep an eye on this week is if Keenan Allen will be playing or not. Sounds like he started working out on Wednesday this week. So we'll see if Keenan Allen is able to play. Either way, I like Mike Williams. But if Allen's not out, you can expect another big game from Mike Williams. He had eight catches for 113 yards and a touchdown. And what an unbelievable catch it was. The guy is big. He's fast. He is just an athlete and a playmaker. So another guy that I like at the wide receiver position this week for fantasy, player props, and pretty much anything else you want to bet on. Week two is in the books, and we have another week with the sports books winning. Favorites went six and ten against the spread. We had a handful of favorites lose outright, so let's shame them. Bengals, Raiders, Browns, Ravens, and Colts. I took a poll on Sunday asking who was the worst team in the league through one and a half weeks. This was while the games were still going on. A lot of you guys came back with the Colts, but shocking that the Colts could not even score a single point against the Jacksonville Jaguars. There is some shit going on in Indianapolis, so glad I'm not a Colts fan, to say the least. And then not a lot of scoring on the Sunday games with eight of the 13 going under the point totals. As for bad beats... Bengals lost to the Cowboys with a backup quarterback in 86% of the money was on Cincinnati in that game. So, you know, I don't always point out the obvious, but it's funny that the Bengals couldn't beat the Cowboys with a backup quarterback with 86% of the betting tickets on them. And then another bad beat, anything you had on the Raiders, even if you had the under in that game, but Raiders were up 23-7 to in the fourth and found a way to lose 29-23 to in overtime on a walk-off fumble. That's right. They had the ball. All they needed to do was score to win the game. Fumble, Cardinals, scoop and score. We had the Raiders money line in one of our VIP parlays, and it was a tough way to lose. Seeing the money just vanish right in front of your eyes. Scoop and score for the Cardinals, so that was a bad beat. Looking back at last week's episode, we had multiple bets on the Raiders. We had we went one and one on the bets involving the Raiders. We had the Raiders team total, 
which was at 29 and a half, and they scored 20 in the first half, but things really slowed down in the second half where they were only able to score three points. The one that we did cash in on was a Devontae Adams touchdown, and let's face it, that'll probably hit in 75% of his games this year, although we recorded on Thursday last week. The odds weren't posted until like Saturday night, Sunday morning, and that was at minus 195 odds, so uh tough odds but if you played it to win one unit you won one unit there and then our final free pick from last week pick against the spread was the colts we fell for it two weeks in a row the first week on vip they burnt us because of a teaser when they tied and then last week took them to cover three and they couldn't score a single point so that's it i'm putting my foot down i said it after week one i'll say it again after week two but i really mean it after week two because that was a very pathetic performance, but I will not be betting on the Colts. I will only bet against the Colts. I will not put my money on the Colts. We'll see how long I can stay disciplined and stick to that, but I refuse to bet on the Colts after the first two weeks of the season. They had high hopes coming in, and not like they were going to win the Super Bowl or anything, but they brought in Matt Ryan. Jonathan Taylor is probably the best running back in the league, you could argue. Uh, he didn't do shit last week and they didn't do shit overall. They couldn't even score. So they got smoked by the fucking Jags. So not touching the Colts done with the Colts, but, uh, that's going to do it for our week two public betting results. And then the free pick recap from last week, getting into this week, uh, we do have one free pick for you, and I know I've been giving away a ton of information on the previous episodes, but today's episode is going to be a little shorter. I'm taking off for a little quick getaway, long weekend vacation, so trying to get this episode recorded and published for you guys to tune in, but I just have this thing, and I know it didn't work in week one, but it took a tough loss on the Colts, went right back to them in week two, and it didn't work out. Here we are again. Last week's episode, we had two bets on the Raiders, right? One and one on those plays. Coming into this week, we see the Raiders on the road going to visit the Tennessee Titans, who just lost 41-7 to on Monday Night Football against the Bills. Couldn't fucking do anything, right? Uh, turnovers, couldn't play any defense. Derrick Henry didn't do much. You got the Raiders as road favorites. You can get them at minus 124 on the money line, or you can take the points minus one and a half at minus 110 odds. I'm good with either one. I usually say if the spread is below three and you're only going to move the juice 14 points, I'll take the money line instead of the one and a half because we've seen some crazy shit happen, especially in the first two weeks of the season. But I do like the Raiders on the road. Uh, just because they dominated the Cardinals for three quarters last week before things fell apart. Um, And then you have the Titans who are on a short week. They were in Buffalo Monday night, got smoked. They go back home. um, But really, you know, other than Derrick Henry, I, I don't see the Titans doing much. And yep, the Raiders' defense fell apart in the fourth quarter, but I still trust them. Let's not forget in week one, the Raiders played a competitive game against the Chargers team that I think is very good. We saw the Chargers lose to the Chiefs on Thursday Night Football last week, and that game could have been completely different if Justin Herbert didn't throw a pick six going in on like the one-yard line. But uh, 
that was a big game changer. But still, Chargers only lost that game 27-24. Justin Herbert had torn cartilage in his rib cage. So the Raiders played them tough in week one. So I still think highly of the Raiders, despite them being 0-2. I like them to go into Tennessee and get the win. I think Devontae Adams is going to have a bigger game. I know he got a touchdown early last week. But then he kind of quieted down after that. Um, but let me just check real quick, see where Tennessee lines up against the pass. And they're middle of the pack. So they rank 17 and 17 or 18 in the league against the pass. But last year, I know they were like 25th out of 32. Uh, obviously, there are some different people on the defense there. But... Uh, did Josh Allen run for, or throw for, sorry, which I'm not going to say that Derek Carr is Josh Allen, but let's just put it in perspective that this Titans defense just gave up 317 passing yards and four touchdowns through the air. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the play. I like it this week. Raiders on the road. That's probably going to be on our VIP card, but always remember you can get our best bets over at CoSports.com on the VIP page. We don't post those plays until the day of the game, so those will be posted by 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the East Coast. So definitely hit me up. You can reach me on Twitter or Instagram at KOF Sports so you can lock in that Sunday VIP card ahead of time, and then I can just DM you the picks. Or you can sign up for a week or month or three-month long VIP membership where you will get three or more plays every single day across all sports and season, but you get more than three plays on college football Saturdays and on NFL Sundays. So tune in for that. That is going to be this week's NFL free pick. And coming up, we're going to get into some fantasy talk. All right, all right. I'll add a college football free play because I know if I don't, you guys will be freaking out. So not getting too crazy here, not too creative, going with a big favorite Moneyline parlay, but we are getting good odds, so let's run through it. We got Clemson at Wake Forest taking Clemson Moneyline, Tennessee hosting the Florida Gators, who struggled with South Florida last week. Give me Tennessee, money line. Oklahoma hosting Kansas State. Oklahoma looked phenomenal against Nebraska last week. Give me Oklahoma at home, money line. Stanford at Washington. We're going with Washington, number 18 at home. They looked great last week, although Michigan State looked really bad. But Washington looked good at home. They got the crowd out there stabbing each other and pretending to do crazy little dances and celebrations and shit. So I like what they have going on out there. I hope they're doing another purple out. I hope the crowd is as crazy as it was last week. I don't see why it wouldn't be. A lot of hype around this team right now. But you got those four on the money line parlay. Pay plus 141 odds over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Go check it out. So let's go through a quick recap. Clemson money line, Tennessee money line, Oklahoma money line, Washington money line. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not going in depth. I'm not going to talk all about each and every one of these games on this podcast today because there's not much to say other than these teams are better than the teams they're playing and they should win straight up. And if all four of them win straight up, your $100 bet profits $141. So check it out. You can play it. You don't have to play it. You can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram and you can tell me, hey, Kof, that's a fucking shitty parlay because it's big money line favorites and they never win. Well, 
We've hit some nice big money line plays before this season. It's been crazy the first few weeks, but I do like this one this week. If I had to pick one, if you were going to try and drop it to a three-teamer, one that I would say will probably be the closest game out of these four, I'd say probably the Clemson at Wake Forest game. But Clemson has taken care of business against Wake Forest the last couple years. I know it's different teams every year, but I think Clemson will get it done. But I would say if there was one that I thought would be the closest, it would be the Clemson and Wake Forest game. If you take that one off, you can still play the three-team parlay of Washington, Oklahoma, and Tennessee, all three money lines, and get it at minus 130 odds. So you can be like me, get greedy and play all four, or you can play all three, very high percentage at minus 130 odds. Still good value. I always think anything less than minus 200 for a big favorite money line parlay is fine because you can just bet more on it to make up for the juice. That's my philosophy. I like to put together plays that have the best chances of winning. You know, if you're taking a straight up spread or a straight up over under, the books are pretty much setting the lines at like, uh, the lines are set to be pretty much 50, 50 splits. So you have like a 50-50% chance of hitting picks against the spread or straight up over-under. So you put together these money line parlays, and obviously the more teams you put in the parlays, the crazier things get. But you take three teams that are favored by two touchdowns. I know there's been some madness so far this season, but I just don't see any of them losing. So whether you take the three, whether you take the four, that is your college football free parlay of the week. All right, here we go. NFL Pick'em Week 3. No spreads, just straight up. Let's take a look back. Last week we went 8-8, eight and eight, which was an improvement from Week 1 where we went 6-9-1. So 14-7-1 on the season. Momentum going into Week 3. Let's get right. Here we go. Steelers at Browns. Give me the Browns. Ravens at Patriots. Ravens picking against my own team there. Noted. Texans at Bears. I like the Bears. Raiders at Titans. I like the Raiders. That is the free pick of the week. Chiefs at Colts. Give me the Chiefs. Bills at Dolphins. Bills. A lot of people talk about teams going down to Miami to play. Can't handle the heat. Well, look back to last year. Buffalo went down there and beat the Dolphins 35-0. Lions at Vikings. I suppose I'll take the Vikings. I don't want to take the Vikings after what I saw from Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football. But still, hopefully he hands the ball off to Dalvin Cook more this week. Give me the Vikings. Bengals at Jets. Give me the Bengals. Eagles at Commanders. Eagles look good. Give me the Eagles. Saints at Panthers. Give me the Saints. Jaguars at Chargers. Give me the Chargers. Rams at Cardinals. Rams. Falcons at Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks. Packers at Bucks. Mike Evans is out for fighting in the club. Uh, I think there's some Bucks still banged up, but Bucks at home, gotta go Bucks. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, we know who always wins that matchup. 49ers at Broncos, another great game. Give me the 49ers with Jimmy G with the reins for the 49ers. And then closing out week three, Monday night football, Cowboys at Giants. I don't even care. Cowboys show they can win with a backup quarterback. Give me the Cowboys. All right, college pick them week four. We went five and five last week. We picked 10 games per week, straight up, no points. 27 and 10 on the season. Let's get into this week's picks. Baylor at Iowa State. Baylor, Clemson at Wake Forest. Should be a good game. Give me Clemson. Florida at Tennessee. Sorry, Gator fans. Tennessee. Texas at Texas Tech. 
Texas, Wisconsin at Ohio State. Ohio State in a blowout on Saturday night. USC at Oregon State. Give me USC. Notre Dame at North Carolina. Another great game on the slate for Saturday. North Carolina. James Madison at App State. Give me App State after the crazy Hail Mary play last week to win the game at home. Although they didn't cover the teaser or the spread, still a great win for the Mountaineers. Look for them to stay hot, get another win at home. Oregon at Washington State. Give me Oregon. They won't be doing their chant on the road this week, but last week they were screaming, fuck the Mormons. Total disrespect. Duke at Kansas. Two 3-0 teams, but Kansas has looked good. They're scoring a lot of points. Give me Kansas. All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, I hope that the information that I shared on today's episode is helpful for you. My goal here is always to one, entertain you guys, and two, share valuable information that's going to help you with your bets or with your fantasy leagues or tournaments that you're playing every single week. So uh, that's always the goal. If you want to get in on the best bets, those are always posted on our VIP page at covesports.com. Check out our VIP membership options. We have affordable size options for all size betters. Even if you're only betting $10 to $20 per play, we have membership options where you will still get the value and be able to make a profit week in and week out. Obviously, if you follow on social media, week one and two of the NFL season have been rough for us, but much like the rest of the people in the gambling industry, I'm sure you guys have struggled a lot of surprises so far this season, but we really look to zone in in week three and kind of settle in and move forward. We have finished four of the last five NFL seasons at 60% or better. One of the hot streaks we have going right now is our anytime touchdown scorer props. We are on a 7-0 run, so we look to stay hot. We will have some of those this week, so you don't want to miss out on those. And then uh, really just looking at the matchups, I think there are some really good opportunities out there for us this week. So you can check out the membership options for the VIP picks on Coastsports.com, or you can always just DM me on Twitter or Instagram at KOF Sports, where I can send you the picks directly via direct message. So check it out. Until next time, we will be back with our next episode next Thursday. Thank you guys for listening. And again, any thing you can do to help spread the word about this podcast in co-sports in general tell your friends family especially if it helped you guys win some money let them know where you heard the stats and tell them to check out the podcast or give me a follow on twitter or instagram appreciate you guys as always and never hesitate to reach out with any betting questions that you have for the week thank you guys for listening good luck on your bets this weekend have a great weekend and i will talk to you guys next week